Welcome to the She Works Startling Podcast, a show empowering women entrepreneurs to serve God, serve people, and change the world. If you're a Catholic creative who's passionate about using your God-given talents to serve others and provide for your family, but not so much crystals and manifesting, this show is for you. We're your hosts, Josephine Craig and Jackie Sunga, and we're your best besties cheering you on in your business. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the She Works Hardly podcast. I am your co-host, Josephine. And I'm your other co-host, Jackie. Welcome. Today, we are talking about how to handle rejection in business. Have you ever been rejected, Jackie? Mm, oh, yeah. Like a date or something? Oh, a date? <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> Well, I mean, business is like essentially like dating, right? You have to date your customer before you marry them or sell them. Mm, yes, yes. And I think we talked about this one time about, you know, uh, no one night stands. <laughs> I mean, some people are into that, but. <laughs> we're, we're not doing that. Okay. All right. Anyways. Actually, Jackie has quite a lot of um, things to say about this particular topic, about rejection. And I think this is super relevant, especially now with the pandemic going on and a lot of businesses are facing setbacks and challenges and finding themselves um, being rejected in ways um, by their customers. So... We have some insight on how you can handle this time in business. Yes. And not just, you know, if you're listening to this and it's not uh, the time when coronavirus is going on, currently it is also quarter two. And quarter two is just generally known as like the slower season as well in business. But um, it's really important if you, I'm talking about, the instance where like if you are rejected and it feels really really heavy and it's like it's a it's a funk that you can't find yourself easily getting out of when you find yourself feeling really really low about a rejection and it's like really hard for you to get over first of all it's so important that you just you sit and you acknowledge how you are taking it when we don't acknowledge our feelings um, and we we just like bypass them and we don't really accept how we feel in the moment then that feeling is just kind of kind of linger and so every single time that you feel really really uh really really sensitive toward a rejection this is an opportunity for you to kind of ask yourself and really get curious as to what you're making that rejection mean about you as a person so if you're taking it in a really heavy way like if you're a new entrepreneur or what have you, um, it's really, really so important to understand how your own, um, how your own beliefs about yourself are playing into how you're holding yourself back. So for example, recently I was on a sales call with someone and I thought that they were a really, really great fit. They ended up not hiring me as, um, or they ended up not, yeah, not wanting to be a client. And you know, I had had a couple other sales calls before that were really not, um, they weren't really striking me as something that I, I, I was feeling really sad over. But this particular one, I just, there was a feeling that I just couldn't shake off. 
And if you're finding yourself in that, in that funk, again, in that moment, it's like, ask yourself a very curious question. Like, what am I making this rejection mean about me as a person? And what about this particular, this particular exchange hit an internal wound? It's so important to, to really know yourself and, and figure out like if you're if you're really struggling with something, ask yourself that so, so sincerely and non-judgmentally. If you're carrying a certain belief like I'm making this mean that I'm not important or that I'm making this mean that I'm not wanted or I'm not lovable, that's so important to be aware of because it's like then you get to ask yourself curiously like when did I first start to believe this? Because we we carry, adults carry so much baggage when it comes to sales and rejection. And we allow our baggage to kind of like mean something about us as a person. When you're in business, you really have to separate your own identity and the truth about your identity and your business or your company or your services or what have you. And that like a rejection of your service or your business or your product is separate from you as a person. And so again, if you find yourself really, really struggling with the whole underlying belief of your identity being I'm not lovable, or this means that like nobody cares for me, then that's like a really important um, piece to bring to the Lord for healing. I really, really encourage you to just like sit with why something made you feel a certain way. Why did it make you feel heavier or sad or in a deeper state of like being stuck <laughs> essentially and how that is such an important piece to overcoming overcoming rejection and being more resilient because if you don't know that about yourself it's just going to come up again if you um, you find yourself in the same sort of rejection phase so personally speaking yeah in that same in that same situation it was just that like I had I, I was carrying this belief of like ah she's misunderstanding me therefore or that belief that I was carrying of like me being misunderstood means I'm not important and that I'm not worth investing in. And it's like when we carry these really heavy things from our childhood or whatever, it's like I, you can't just think your way out of it. You have to let yourself really, really heal that on a um, on a visceral level. And that involves like really, really surrendering to the Lord. Like here are these things that I, I believed about myself because I, I something really bad happened in my past that caused me to believe that and lord like i really need to surrender surrender this to you so that you can really heal my past memories um <clears throat> so yeah that was like <laughs> a really big uh a really big reflection on <laughs> rejection <laughs> but, so i like yeah. what you said about how you want to separate that from your identity and who you are and you know your products or your services I really love that because it reminds me of The Godfather. It's business. It's not personal. And the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's business. It's not personal. It's business. It's not personal. And mm -hmm. we encourage people to use their unique gifts and their unique voices. Just because somebody doesn't like that unique voice or gift, it doesn't mean anything about who you are as a person it's not it has nothing to do with your worth has nothing to do with your value as a person or who you are as a person it's it's business it's not personal and when you do get rejected it is okay 
In fact, I think you should um, take that as a good sign because you are just one step closer to finding that, yes, we have this vacation rental and we've had it for seven years now. It happens every year, at least once a year. Once a year, it'll happen where we get this random pain in the aspirin guest. And it's like, where did you come from? You are not like our dream customer. You are not a guest, whatever. Like we don't market to you. We don't try to target you. But somehow they show up and it's they just come out of nowhere. And they just make life a living hell. And I'm like, uh, get out of my life. Like I am trying to bend over backwards for this guest and trying to do everything right and just trying to lay it on thick. Like you don't want that. Um, instead of accepting rejection and trying to focus on dream customers and laying all your love on them, you are having to deal with like the nightmare customers. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it's like if you, and that's also the whole idea of like letting it, letting the rejection mean that there is now space for the right customers to find you and and for yes. the right customers to be served by you. Yes. And it's like you would you want to be rejected so that you can let your um dream customers finding find you and that you have time and space and energy in your life to actually serve them instead of dealing with nightmare customers. Like you don't want that. It's it's a pain in the butt. Um <laughs> so it's okay to be rejected and if you if you are rejected, take that as a good sign that, yeah, God, like, dodged a bullet for me. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Speaking of God do- dodging a bullet um, <laughs> for you, um, isn't that, like, what he said? Like, you know, if you, if the word, the world rejected, rejects you. Oh, my gosh. I'm totally butchering this. What did he say? If the world rejects you or if the world rejected you, Christ Jesus said this, right, you guys? Okay. The whole, I, I was watching this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like the octave of Easter. Why don't I know this? If the I know. world is rejected. <laughs> Lord. Um, the Lord I just watched rejected. The Passion of the Christ. Right. If the he says it in the Passion of the Christ and it's in Scripture, but it's the whole thing where he's like, if the world has rejected you, remember that that it rejected me first. Right which, there, like, we go. Our our Lord knows this so deeply, right? Like, and this is not to downplay, you know, how how you might be feeling feeling in pain about it, but like you allow that to be an opportunity to like unite your own pain with the rejection um with 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 Christ suffering on the cross and just like let yourself unite that with him and 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 mm-hmm. find yourself so much more in so in so much more spiritual communion with Christ with this rejection um and allow that to strengthen you right like Christ didn't just die on the cross he just I mean he 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 was resurrected after that and and whatever as we were saying before, like whatever the rejection is there, that just really means so much more is coming to you because someone somewhere is, is counting on you so deeply to provide what God has called you to provide. And that, that really gets to be the, the heart of, 
the <laughs> healing process. So you can serve them better. And yeah, so you can serve the right people better and be more um, fulfilled in your work instead of having to deal with the crappy customers. Because I've been there and it's, it's hell. You don't want that. So you want the rejection so that you can make space for the right people to find you. Yeah, like and and whoever rejects you right now, like they're they're not your people right now. And also they're not. And Stop also chasing after them. Exactly. If you decide to just keep on going and stay so true to the mission that God has called you to, there's also the whole idea of like them coming back to you when they are ready as mm-hmm. well. Like a no right yes. now does not mean that it's a no forever. And so your consistency in doing what you know you need to do is so important. Right. Because that's another, that's a good point too. Another thing is that, you know, sometimes they're not ready. It has nothing to do with you. Again, it's business. It's not personal. Personal it has nothing to do with you. And it has, can be everything about them and they're not ready. They're going through their own things. They're working their own thing out, whatever it is. God will take care of that. I was going to bring up a really good example, but I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I have another great example, though. Um, gosh, I wish Wait, I before you Wait, before you go on, so the whole idea of, like, someone rejecting your product or service right now, gosh. See, I lost it. Now, okay, wait, no, hold on, I got it. Don't let their rejection of your business mean that you're going to reject yourself and your own commitment to growing your company or your business. That's what I was going to say. Does that even make any sense? <laughs> Wait, say it again. Don't let their rejection of you turn into you rejecting yourself. How? By not, by just staying stuck and not getting sales. Ah, yes. Like right? staying, yes, lingering in that, oh my gosh, no one wants to work Whoa with is me. me. Yeah. Oh, my products and services are crappy. I'm the worst business owner ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like making fun of anyone, but I'm just like, I'm mostly making fun of me because I've been there and... <laughs> I've been there. I've thrown that self-pity party and it's not fun and it's not pretty and it's like, yeah. So, okay. Every time there's rejection in business, I always think of Halloween. Always. And I know it's like, oh my God, what does Halloween have to do with business? Everything has everything to do with business. Okay. I'm going to give you an example. So when we first moved to Austin, that Halloween, it was nice and beautiful and sunshiny and it's like, yes, it's going to be a good day. And then come dinner time, it rained. It was like a torrential downpour. It, it rained. There was no, no Halloween. None. There, not even like a little bit. You'd be crazy to go out and try to trick or treat. So anyway, um, the kids were super bummed out. But their dad, Lewis, was like, just get ready. Just get ready. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Just get ready. Like... But he told them to get ready um, because he knew that the storm was going to stop. And sure enough, it did. It stopped like around 8 o'clock, which is like way past their bedtime, an hour past their bedtime. So they went. They went at 8 o'clock. They went um, out into the streets. 
And lo and behold, out on the streets were other crazy dads who had the same crazy idea to wait it out, wait out the storm and be ready. But I love it because it reminded me of how similar that is to business and rejection in business or like seasons of um, like storms, pretty much figurative storms, although that time was a literal storm. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make at is like, you know, when you are faced with a storm in your business, get your business ducks in a row, get ready, right? Because it's going to pass just like this whole coronavirus, it's going to pass too. Or any other, you know, setback that you face in your business, it's going to pass. It's going to end. The storm is going to end. So while you're waiting, like don't let it stop you. Don't let it get you feeling defeated. Just get ready because when the rain stops, when it's all clear, you better be going like bam, make up for lost time. It's past my bedtime. I don't care. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make my money. I'm going to get my candy. So that's number one. And then kids, when they're like out trick-or-treating, if you think about it, like they just go up to the door fearless. They're excited. They don't care if the people don't like their costumes. They just show up. They look cute. They look scary or whatever. Um, (laughs) But they don't care. They don't care if the, the person doesn't like their costume. They don't care. They just go. Another thing to think about is like you need to go out into the business world not caring, not to say like, oh, yeah, don't care. Like you should care what 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 your dream customer thinks about your products or services because that's the whole point is that you're there to serve them. But the people who don't, don't care. Don't care what they think. Just go out there because someone is going to like your costume. Someone is going to think, oh, you're so cute, you little Bobo B, you little Elsa, you little Olaf, whatever, right? Like someone somewhere is going to go out there and just like adore the crap out of your costume or products or services. You understand that? You, you Does everyone get that like I'm talking about business, right? <laughs> okay, like these little analogies. Okay, so that's another thing. I thought about that and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like this is like this is business. These kids are like little business people. And then they go up and they knock and they guess what? They if a door if no one opens the door, they don't wait. They just keep going. Okay? You didn't answer in like two seconds. Next. Go to the next house. Okay? They didn't answer. Go to the next house. Bam. Just keep going. Bam. 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 No. No. All right. Finally, you get a door that's open. Who's literally like here's freaking candy i've been waiting for you to come (laughs) here's my money shut up and take my money right there's no time there's no time to waste you get a no just keep going keep going to the next door and then finally when they do go up to the door they don't timidly say uh trick or treat please do you like my costume will you please put like candy no they go up there they loud and proud trick or treat that is how you demand the sale demand the sale you don't ask for it you don't beg for it you demand it you're gonna give me candy you're gonna put it in my basket and then i'm gonna go (laughs) bye you know okay (laughs) i like thought about this so much because i was so inspired that night and i was like yeah kids are like amazing they're fearless and they teach me so much about like life in general, but like, and being close to God, but also about business because they're so, um, they're so tenacious. Uninhibited. They're so creative. They're what? Uninhibited. Yes, they're so un- uninhibited. I could go on about stories about my kids and their their like 
um, entrepreneurial spirit. Um, but if you have your own kids, you can observe them and you'll learn so much about this entrepreneurial and creative spirit to just keep going no matter what. And we all need to take a lesson from that, especially when it comes to like being rejected. They just keep going because they don't have, they don't know what that is. They don't know rejection. And to them, it's just like, oh, well, I'm just gonna keep doing my thing. And that's what we need to do. And, and that like really circles back to the whole idea of like, if you're finding yourself really reacting in a more, in a way that stops you from going on, if you're, if you find yourself really, really stuck, right. And you just can't get over that rejection, that exact moment is the opportunity for you to really look and see where internally where in your interior life it could this mean an opportunity for you to bring this to God for healing because as 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 you were saying like kids kids have this confidence and this certainty and this trust but then like we as adults carry so much baggage and woundedness and hurt hurtfulness about yes. our own identity so it's like what do we need to bring to the lord to really restore back to this to this childlike confidence and trust and healedness of 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 just knowing with so much confidence and selling yourself with so much confidence. And, and really it's this woundedness that, that pre prevents us, that prevents us from going on and making this impact, right? It's like so many of these things that happened in our past experiences, uh, which, you know, in our formative years created these ideas that these, 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 sub these beliefs that we hold about ourselves of like, I'm not lovable or like I'm, uh, nobody cares about me or nobody wants me or whatever this is, right? That like, that's not true. That's just not true. So it's like, if, if you find yourself just like, you can't think your way out of it, like it, it needs to be this opportunity to where you take it at, to mean that you get to bring this to Christ for more healing. And the more that you let yourself heal from it, the easier that that rejection will become and the e the more resilient you will become um and really truly business is such a spiritual game and if you overlook this if you overlook how something really hurts you and you don't bring it to the lord for healing it's just going to come back again as a mirror to you of like hey like the lord is just going to knock on your heart again like hey Remember this? Yes. I want I really yep. want I really want to heal this for you. Yes. Like stop getting out of stop getting in my way. Let me heal you from this. Yep. Okay. So Shall we wrap it up? Yes, we are gonna wrap it up. This was like a heavy um a big one. topic, but hopefully we've given you some practical and spiritual and emotional and all kinds of all things to work on and think about and sit on sit through totally sit on sit through so yeah. <laughs> what is our action takeaway for today our challenge what's our challenge for today jackie so i was giving you guys a couple questions earlier that i really want you to write down write these questions down save them for when you are feeling the sting of rejection and you just want to avoid it instead of avoiding it instead of like eating 10 Oreo cookies or what have you to like <laughs> avoid this feeling of rejection. <laughs> let no, seriously, like this is not the time to avoid this. This is like, let me make this mean the Lord is, is, is inviting me to heal me. Right. 
let this mean an opportunity for the Lord to heal you, right? So ask yourself the question, exactly in the moment that you feel this sting of rejection, what am I making this mean about me? What am I believing about myself that is not true? And how can I bring this to Christ for more healing? Remembering the whole idea where Christ says, if the world has rejected you, remember that it has rejected me first. And just let yourself have a really beautiful, prayerful experience with that. And let this rejection just be a beautiful, a beautiful moment with Christ. Okay. This is like, it's a gift. It is, it is truly a gift if you find yourself really, really hurt from it. All right. And that's all we got for you today. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time.